This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. County to take a survey to help them in a variety of ways, including disaster planning and preparedness, mitigation of hazards, and better access to grants and funding for the community. Find the survey at NowDecatur.com. DPS is inviting organizations and businesses to adopt a school at an information event this week. DPS is looking for businesses, churches, groups, and organizations willing to build relationships with the schools to support student success. The Adopt-A-School kickoff event is tomorrow from 3.30 to 5 at the Schilling Education Center at Scoville Zoo. DPS is asking for a commitment of at least one day a month. Find more info at nowdecatur.com. And find more stories, podcasts, and videos at, you guessed it, nowdecatur.com. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. On the offensive, finally, Silicera, Fox News, President Biden targeting Republican leaders whom he says threatened to send the country into default over debt limit negotiations. Speaking to union workers in Accokeek, Maryland, President Biden called out House Speaker Kevin McCarthy for recent comments made when the speaker went to Wall Street. You think he told the wealthy and powerful it's about time they step up and start paying a fair share. Not a word. The president says he's willing to negotiate on a federal budget to keep the nation from an unprecedented default, saying that won't happen on his watch. America is not a deadbeat nation. We meet our obligations. The president says he'll have that detailed discussion about the economy, but Republicans will have to take default off the table. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is proposing big spending cuts as part of his plan to raise the debt limit. We can help more Americans earn a paycheck, learn new skills, reduce childhood poverty, and rebuild the workforce. It will also protect and preserve Medicare and Social Security. Because more people will be paying into it. McCarthy says his plan would save trillions of dollars, though it's unlikely to win much support from Democrats. The Supreme Court is leaving access to an abortion pill untouched until at least Friday, while the justices consider whether to allow restrictions on the drug to take effect. It's coming as Kansas Governor Laura Kelly vetoes legislation that would mandate clinics to tell patients that a medication abortion can be interrupted using an unproven drug regimen. This is the second time this month the Democrat vetoed an anti-abortion bill approved by the Republican-controlled legislature. Wall Street, the Dow lost 79, and NASDAQ added three points to the S&P off a fraction. America is listening to Fox News. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families since 9-11, the day 2,977 people were killed in the worst terrorist attacks of their kind on American soil. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Alec Baldwin movie Rust resumes production following the fatal onset shooting of a crew member. According to Fox News Digital, principal photography begins this week. Baldwin heads back to the film despite being entangled in several lawsuits and facing involuntary manslaughter charges. He pleaded not guilty after waiving his right to a first court appearance. An attorney for Rust movie productions in a statement said the production will continue to utilize union crew members and will bar any use of working weapons and any 
form of ammunition. Live ammunition is and always was prohibited on set. Hutchins died in 2021 after a gun Baldwin was holding fired. Michelle Polino, Fox News. A federal judge in Miami has sentenced the former nurse of late Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez for taking bribes from a media mogul to greenlight currency transactions when she served as Venezuela's national treasurer. Fox television stations and Amazon join forces. Now your Alexa device will be able to play local news content from Fox TV stations. FTS will provide 17 24-7 local free ad-supported television channels, one from each market covered by the Fox television stations through the Amazon News app on Fire TV and Alexa on Echo Show devices. In addition to live content, FTS is also distributing local news video on-demand clips. The move is an expansion of a March 2022 deal that move live now from Fox and Fox Soul Fast channels onto Amazon devices and was further expanded with five news stations in December. Fox's Hillary Barsky. Parts of Australia, Indonesia and East Timor will be treated to rare solar eclipse tomorrow. The so-called hybrid solar eclipse will either plunge people into darkness or they'll see the ring of fire as the sun peaks out from the moon depending on where they are. The eclipse path will swoop from the Indian Ocean to the Pacific Ocean mostly over water. I'm Lee Silasara, this is Fox News. Ricky, there have been generations of fans growing up on St. Louis Cardinals baseball. That's right, John. And for many, they grew up listening and learning about the Cardinals on the radio. We get asked all the time why the Cardinals continue to draw fans from so many different states. And the answer is easy. The power of the radio network. Fans are listening to Cardinals baseball all over the Midwest. And the tradition continues. Join us all season long for St. Louis Cardinals baseball. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. A few isolated thunderstorms are possible this evening, otherwise dry conditions. Temperatures will dip down into the low 60s. We'll start Thursday dry with warm temperatures, highs in the mid-70s. A cold front will trigger rain showers and thunderstorms for the afternoon and evening hours. A few storms will be capable of producing gusty winds and hail. The rain will be wrapping up by early Friday morning with cooler air as we close out the work week with highs in the low 60s. With your Storm Team forecast, I'm meteorologist Sarah Converse. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey, 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 man, it's Wednesday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Trying to rain on. Yup, yup, yup. <laughs> Was that the church cut? <laughs> Welcome to the Morris Code. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey and in life's journey is Dr. JK. What's up, baby? Hey, hon. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Beautiful day out today. It is. Weather is really, really uh, making itself known in terms of being spring. Yeah. yeah. I think it's supposed to get cold again one day this it week. It probably will. Yeah. You know. Yeah, considering where we are. You've had a good week so far? It's been a wonderful week. Yeah? Yeah, no complaints about it at all. Been at home getting some stuff done in the backyard. Yeah. And, uh, so exciting. Wait till you see it. I can't wait. It is amazing. But there's still more work to do. <laughs> there's a lot more work to do. <laughs> the house requires a lot of work. It does. Hey, Dom, what's up? Not much. It's uh, been, a, been a good week, busy week, but it's yeah. been good. You got plans this weekend? Big plans? Uh, not super big plans. Just got some meetings and I'll probably um, take it easy this weekend. Are you? Yeah, I know it's supposed to rain this weekend, so probably won't be able to yeah. get too many walks in, but I've been taking advantage of that these last couple of days. I got a new Fitbit. Did uh, you? This week, I think, or last week or last something. Week. Last week. I think I just put it on, though. Mm. Um, so I've been trying to walk a little more, especially That's after. Good. Yeah, it's... Just trying to balance it. Yeah. Uh, if you can find that C.C. Penison, Penison song. What's keep that? Keep on walking. 
Keep on walking. I ain't talking to you anymore. <laughs> okay. I will I do that. Play that for a couple people. <laughs> Clearly. Today. Yeah, you are crazy. Do you hear me? That is so <laughs> funny. Tommy's giving you a playlist. While oh, he already are. did. He gave me a few songs. So today is a complete JK playlist. Wow. That's awesome. Well, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. The talent does reserve the right to cancel all the songs. To veto? <laughs> to veto. veto power. Yeah. What you got this weekend? Oh, I've got to do a little uh, family deal. We had a... Um, Hello? An uncle to... <laughs> I'm trying to see uh, the best way to put it. We had an uncle to expire, actually. So uh, I got to travel a little bit this weekend to... Um, do some family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll be all right. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, but okay. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fine. It'll so be fine. this past Saturday, we um, spent some time with a public safety Saturday, which is really what it was. Um, the Institute is working on um, slowly starting to build this public safety pillar. In the past couple of years, so just briefly, um, I came on board on um, in the middle of COVID, which was July 1 of 2020, and um, spent some time speaking with community about where civic engagement is and what it was and what our community um, needed. And so there were five pillars at the beginning, probably in January of 2021, they started to emerge. And those pillars was education. They were, um, it included law enforcement, it included healthcare, entrepreneurship, and local governance. And so since that time, it's um, shifting and evolving. And so we're about two years in now, and it has moved from law enforcement to public safety. And public safety really is inclusive of not only law enforcement, but health care or emergency uh, medical professionals. Mm-hmm. It is also included of fire professionals mm-hmm. as well. And so just trying to build um, experiences for our students that are focused on and our young folks, high school students that are focused on exposing them to careers in public safety. Mm-hmm. And that has been and probably will forever be a delicate um, task. Okay. And so this past Saturday, you were with me most of the day. Mm-hmm. Dom was with me part of the day as well. We held meetings, just small, intimate meetings. Um, first one was at nine o'clock and we met with a few parents and a couple of educators. Mm-hmm. And that one was to talk about what, what would or could a public safety course look like? What could, what reservations or what questions and those kinds of things would a parent have? Mm-hmm. And then at noon, we had a community, um, group. And the conversation was twofold. It was to introduce this idea of a public safety course for credit for high school students. And then the other part of that was to talk about the development of a community public safety academy. Okay. And so at noon, we had community members in to have some conversation. And then at three o'clock, um, we invited or I invited through the Institute in, in partnership with the Public Safety Training Foundation, which is also underneath the Buffett Foundation. Mm-hmm. So in partnership with them, we I, I requested and invited a group of African-American men to come in and to, to chat just so I could listen and better understand what's happening and what's happening to young folks in our community and also what's the work that's already being done. Mm-hmm. What are y'all thoughts? What was y'all takeaways from Saturday? You or Dom? Because you were at parent session and you were also at the the men's session and Dom was at the noon session with community and she also was at the afternoon session with men. And it was important for me that Dom was there as a community member because her her vision and her scope is fairly wide. 
Anybody? You want to go first, Tom? Or do you want to go at all? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I think um, for me, it was it was just interesting being in a room with a lot of different people who from all different backgrounds, whether it's, you know, education or nonprofit work and kind of realizing that I think the goal is the same. We just don't always know, like, how to get there. Yep. Um, but I think the public safety piece is is very important, especially with our, our young people. And, you know, I just kind of think about that, especially with a lot of the different things that have happened across the country these last couple of days. Yeah. Um, it and just saw that another case uh, in which a young person was was harmed because of something. Um, I think it's important that we get ahead of this and make sure to teach our young people just, you know, um, about the different safety measures. There's so many different kinds, you know, whether it's CPR, whether it's stop the bleed, whatever it is. And uh, I think the facility, the the public safety facility, it's a really amazing opportunity um, that we don't want to, to squander. And it seems like everyone in that room felt the same. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I agree with you on that, Dom. Um, the facility itself is is phenomenal. Um, if you have ever have an opportunity to go through it and just see what, um, what's been built out there, I think you would be amazed, uh, amazed that in the fact that it is in the community, in our community, yep. and it is a resource uh, for the entire community, and that's that's what it was built for. It was built for the community. But back to kind of the the parent group, I think we had some great conversation about what that um, public safety course yep. looked like. I think the the parents were really interested in it for their kids or children. And I think it will make a difference in terms of giving um, our community exposure yeah. to things that they don't necessarily see, to things that they may have a negative opinion of yeah. or that they just don't know about. Yeah. So for me, it, it's a great opportunity to 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 allow our community to see something different yeah. and, and then develop a course or develop something that that no one has ever done. That, yeah. that, that this hasn't, let, let's be clear. This has not been done. Yeah. This is totally new. And yeah. when you can partner with, with parents and community members and, uh, the public safety sector, whether that be police, firemen, yep. EMTs, EM, yeah. emergency management, it, it, it's going to be a phenomenal opportunity for this community to, to better engulf itself in what public safety is and what public safety can be. I think that we have been um, the the such a powerful response. I think that we have um, been tentative and um, not as um, been cautious about engaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why is because I'm not sure that we always understand the full scope. And then I think the other thing is, is that we, we, our frame of reference is what we see mm-hmm. and what we've experienced along the way. Correct. And so the challenges and the opportunity in, in this particular work is to make sure that we start to not educate in the traditional sense, mm-hmm. but start to develop an understanding of all perspectives and, and, and and positions and and all of those things to make sure that um, we are building a safer community, which is where I want to live. Mm-hmm. You are listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on Now Decatur. We'll be right back. Are you ready to do some serious eating? Saturday, April 29th is the perfect day for it. As the third annual United Way Food Truck Frenzy, presented by First Mid Bacon Trust, returns to Fairview Park. Enjoy the trucks, Scoble Zoo's Mobile Zoo, and the Heroes of Legend cosplay characters between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. But the eating doesn't stop then because the food trucks are staying all afternoon into the evening or until they sell out of grub. That great food from trucks like the Turkey Man, Allen's Grub Truck, Pig Out Concessions, Diggity Dogs. Then it's dessert time with Kona Ice and Powder. It's Saturday, April 29th, starting at 11 a.m. in Fairview Park. The United Way Food Truck Frenzy, presented by First Mid Bacon Trust, with a big salute to additional sponsors, Romano Company, Bodine Electric, Forvis LLC, Land of Lincoln Credit Union, the Decatur Park District, and Newhoff Media Decatur. 
Come Hungry, Saturday, April 29th, the third annual United Way Food Truck Frenzy in Fairview Park. When was the last time someone stopped you on the street and complimented you on your style? Hi, this is George Truckus, co-owner of the Brass Horn, and if you're struggling to come up with an answer to that question, I'm here to help. I believe it's easier than ever to look better than the rest. I founded the Brass Horn in 1990 to help my customers put together a look that will get them noticed. I believe that every moment is an occasion, and the Brass Horn is a store for all occasions. Set the bar higher, let your appearance speak for itself, find your look at the Brass Horn. Need some motivation to pick up those running shoes or get the bike tuned up? Just listen in to Ride and Run each Tuesday morning on Buyers and Company. Kyle and Cole will talk about how runners and cyclists are continuing their training, encouraging others, and sharing photos of their journey. Come in and shop at 1088 and 1090 Westwood or shop online at FleetFeetDecaturIL.com or SpinCity.co and listen in each Tuesday at 640 or via podcast at NowDecatur.com. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Talk to me. Because <laughs> this was clearly your pick. Definitely wasn't mine. <laughs> Welcome back to the Morris Code. Thanks for listening. That's Dr. JK's music right there. It is. I can listen to this all day. Really? Right there. Right there. Keep on doing it. <laughs> Don said, I'm so shamed. <laughs> you wasn't ready, were you? I mean, I'm used to it by now. <laughs> Been doing this a year. Oh, my God. Yes. Right on, right on. Yeah. Is that your jam? Oh, yes. I, I'm a Barry White fan. Clearly, because yeah. you really leaned into that Barry one. Barry White, Lou Rawls. Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, I sat through that concert. <laughs> With them skinny black jeans. Clearly, you. it was traumatic. <laughs> it's a trigger. <laughs> Nope, I like Lionel. <laughs> Lionel. Lionel. So after um, we, we're one of the things that we talked about last week was the social determinants of health. And this all of this kind of um, is in collaboration with that. That's like the foundation. Mm. And so this Saturday, it really um, it took a lot more out of me than what I thought and what I had anticipated. Yeah. Well, there were three, two, at two plus hour meetings. Was yeah. it two hours? Yeah. At minimum. Minimum of two hours. There were three meetings where you, you bring, I don't know how many people. Yeah. Uh, 45, 50, 50, mm-hmm. 50 people in to kind of listen and dialogue with them about what their thoughts are and what, you know, their views are and that that takes a lot yeah it does uh, yeah it takes a lot but you know what i remember when you were uh initially in this in this position and you were getting feedback from community members about uh what does these institutes should look like yeah. it's the same thing but i think those were more on an, on an individual basis yeah 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 i am um cautiously optimistic about this work in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be sure that it's done right mm-hmm. and it is uh, reflective of a, a broad range of perspectives and not just mine. Mm-hmm. I think that in building, there's a summer school course that is a public safety course for high school students that it's credit bearing for four weeks in June and that course is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And Um, it's for DPS students. It's for DPS students and there is no cost to participate in the experience. And we're going to talk a little bit about experiential based and project based learning in a little bit, but the experience for the students will be unbelievable. Yeah. Like what? What's going so what the course thinking? will really be how it will be housed every day at Bolick Training Facility out um, on Law Enforcement Training Center grounds. Mm-hmm. It is a collaboration with um, HSHS, Crossing Healthcare, Decatur Memorial Hospital, 
Um, it is also a collaboration with Decatur uh, Police Department, the Buffett Foundation, um, the the training facility. It is also a collaboration with United Way. Mm-hmm. Um, helicopters will come. Reenacted scenes will happen. Um, having some conversation about boat coming in and, and boat safety, mm-hmm. uh, DNA lab testing. The students will walk away with CPR certification, Stop the Bleed training, and Narcan training. Um, and so it is a full 4-8-12, 16-day, half-day sessions. It is a full um, experience for our students. They're going to be engaged. Completely. Central yeah. Illinois Regional Dispatch, which is uh, CIRDC, is where all of our emergency calls go to. They'll the visit the calls. 911 calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is a completely full um, experience. That's amazing. How old do you have to be? You have to be 15 at and least. in high school, in at high least school. 15 and in high school. 15 by before we the start. start of the program. Yes. And the program starts what day? The program starts uh, DCLI's uh, leadership conferences June 1st and 2nd, which is required, and the program starts June 5th. And so during the summer, we will run a public safety uh, course. We will also run DCLI internship program, which is super exciting, Mm -hmm. always amazing young folks, amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing um, way over budget last summer. Um, and then, um. That was partially my fault. A lot of your fault. Okay. <laughs> really? Was it Dom's fault? It's, um, yes. Uh, so Dom managed three interns. Oh. And like Newhoff interns, uh, had an amazing experience. They were on the stage at the Devon at the Rap Rewind concert. I haven't even done that. Neither. Mm. I didn't get a press pass. Like I saw the video. Wow. <laughs> They were covering stories. Mm-hmm. Um, they were recording with Dom. Taking and pictures. Taking pictures. They were in the studio. I remember Ray was in, in, in with you learning. She produced to produce. several shows and wow. they got their own, got to do their own playlist and. They done playlists. They managed the music, mm-hmm. um, at the award ceremony. And so they, the intern program, it doesn't get as much of the, the the shine as mm. the residential CNA program, yeah. which is coming back up. Oh, um, residential, residential CNA, CNA. Okay. will happen again this summer, and our goal is Sweet 16. 16. 16, yeah. Uh, seven. Last year was 10. Yeah. This year is 16. Yeah. And so where wow. we want to end the year mm-hmm. is right at about um, 20 to 25 coming through the Jerry J. Dawson Civic Leadership Institute CNAs that are working in this community. Wow. So are the seven and the 10 working? Most of those or yep. all of them? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. either working or they are in college. Okay. Yep. And some of them are in high school okay. and working. Okay. Yep. That's phenomenal. So we are, I'm excited to add this public safety piece to the work for the institute that, and it's a ton of work that happens over the summer Mm -hmm. and over the school year, right? So we'll have 15 to 17 or close to 20 that will head to Eastern for a leadership conference in the month of July. I am exhausted. I'm exhausted just listening. I'm exhausted as I watch you work. Yeah. Oh, okay. So next question. How many slots are there for the public safety uh, program? Public safety program, we have 16 slots total, and so we're at 16. We're at 14 right now. Okay. Yep. All right. So register and register soon. Reach out to me at jmmorris at dps61.org with any questions regarding the public safety course. Mm -hmm. Uh, CNAs is completely full. Um, you got your 16. I, I, I got more than 16. Okay. <laughs> so we're trying to manage. Yeah. Uh, um, summer interns, um, feel free to reach out. I think we may have one or two slots left, but the vast majority of those are also full. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. And the work that you're doing. Thank you. In this community. Working. Yeah. I think that the cool thing is, is that we get to do fun stuff. That's not what you say. I, I, yeah, but I want to stay on the air. <laughs> um, this is the clean up version. Like, I just have an amazing opportunity to impact and change lives right here in this community. Yeah. And I do not take that lightly. Yeah. 
And so part of that public safety work is the development of a community public safety academy. Okay, now what is is that? That's different from drastically different because what I think is is that we have to engage our community, and one of the ways to do that is to start to build some connections with our community to whatever it is and under having a better understanding. So, for example, in CPSA, which is what we're calling it. Um, we'll be able to spend time at the training facility and go through the virtuous simulator, Mm -hmm. right? Or we will attend uh, city council meetings to have a better understanding. We'll invite folks in to talk to us about what is Decatur and how can we better understand and make sure that our community is safe. Mm -hmm. All we have right now is what's written in our local newspaper and what we see on the news. That's it. And there's so much more. And there's so much more. just a blip. That's, that's right. That's just a blip of what it, what they're, the information that's out there. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, but what I am saying is exactly that. That's not enough mm-hmm. for us who live here to have a clear understanding of how do we support one another in making sure that our community is safe. We're not saying that the job that, that our uh, newspaper and television reporters do is not good. It's nope. just... Or else we we need some we need more information we do. rather than kind of just a fifteen second blip about a specific event yep. or activity. You're listening to the Morris Code on WSOY 1348 and 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. We'll be right back where we will be joined in the studio with um, some students from Dennis Lab Schools to talk about project based learning. Be right back. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul. And while you can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, text the word HEDGE to 989898. And my friends at Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust, so text Hedge to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. My stall game was good, wasn't it? It was really good. What song was that? Uh, CC, Keep On Walking. Oh, that was for you. That was for you because you're walking. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome, welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to The Morris Code. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. I almost said I'm your host, Dr. JK. I am your host, Juanita Morris. (laughs) And we are... You know, in the South, they say Mrs. Mrs. What? Mrs. Jeremy Morris. Mrs. Dr. Mrs. Jeremy Morris. Yes, that, so, they would say that. So I don't think we're doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know we're not doing I'm, I'm just saying. I think that's what you were about to Some places, that's how they announce the wives of people. Uh, Men. Right. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a little mm-hmm. outdated, but yeah. well, that's I'm cool. just telling you what it was. <laughs> Hun. Oh, my gosh. You, you never was... heard that before? Uh, I've seen it on programs and everything. I've never heard you say that. Sometimes I had to. I didn't say it. I was explaining. I've heard in like the 40s and 50s movies in the South. So we totally, totally, totally messed up this re-entry into the program. So welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Yes. Yes. And with me in the studio is Dr. JK. That's right. Who's my husband. Right. But I go by Juanita Morris. Not Mrs. Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we are acting like we have no home training because we have guests in the studio. (laughs) It's been a while. It's it's been a while since we had people in the studio. We have no home training right now, Don. You know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're doing the best we can with what we got. We really are. Mm -hmm. Dennis Lab Schools. What's up? Hello. Uh-oh. His mic is, is his mic on? on? His, his mic is your on. mic on? I don't hear her either. I don't hear her either. Dom, are the mics on? How does that work? They're on now. Okay. okay. We're good. You good? Oh, because I was. <laughs> I don't know. Because she's the host. <laughs> I'm like, how does that work? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> then it's lab school. It's like, y'all gonna have to come back two, three, four times so I can get this right. <laughs> Let's do this. We're going to talk about something super cool that's happening at Dennis Lab School. But before we do that, I want y'all to introduce um, yourself so everybody will know who's in the studio. Okay, come on. Sure. All right. Uh, my name is Keith Creighton, and I'm the uh, one of the assistant principals at Dennis Lab School. I'm Avery, and and I'm one of the students, and I'm here with my teacher. Oh, my God. I so love you. Tell me your name again. Avery. Avery? Is that it? Did I say it right? Yes. <gasps> Thank you so much, Avery. And I am Avery's teacher, Mrs. Mann. I teach at first grade at Dennis Lab School. Yep. So what's going on? Oh, wait a second. Before we do that, how was Saturday? Because you were there. Yes, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I said yes. No, I, Saturday was fantastic. It was great. Was it? I think, yeah. I think it is a uh, a wonderful start uh, and, mm-hmm. a, and a great setting of the stage for the conversations that that need to happen. Um, and I, and I think it was the first step is always the hardest, right? Yes. You have to get in and you have to start something. You have to try and bring people together and then find out the ones who, who want to stick with it. And so I was, I was encouraged by the conversation and I appreciated the voices of the people in the room. And so I thought it was really powerful. Thanks for coming. I super appreciate it. I really, really do. So talk to us and tell us about, we hear a lot, a lot of buzzwords and terms in in education, whether it's K-12 or higher ed. Tell us or share with us what is um, project-based learning. So project-based learning is just a teaching method um, that helps to try and get real world experiences with students. Um, When I was growing up, we would do a lot of projects in school, but we we would sort of like read the whole chapter on the American Revolution, yeah. and then we would maybe do a diorama or something afterwards. And yeah. so project-based learning seeks to change that paradigm so that you're learning through doing the project. It starts with an essential question that the kids and the teachers are trying to answer, and then they, they work together to do that. But it, it brings the outside world in, and it goes into the outside world because it's it's not just an exercise. They're really doing something that makes a difference. So how is that? How has the journey been for Dennis Lab Schools, even in terms of project-based learning? Yeah, so we kind of took on project-based learning about 11 years ago when we rebranded as Dennis Lab School, started our partnership with Milliken. And um, we got a lot of steam out of it, out of the gates, and we were making a whole lot of really exceptional progress. Um, and then COVID happened, yeah. and as it did with every conversation, we have to keep talking about the impact that that had. And... Um, so we we tried to do some projects through virtual learning, but it just wasn't the same. We mm-hmm. we weren't having that connection, the collaboration between anybody at that time. Um, and then even when we came back last year, it was really difficult because we still couldn't put kids at a table together. Okay. We couldn't really get out and have people come into the to the school and things yep. like that. So this is the first year we've been able to do that. At the same time, uh, Dennis Lab School went from a single campus 
facility to now we have two campuses. And so with that, we expanded from two grade levels to three sections at each grade level. So we brought on about a bunch of new teachers. And so this year we've been uh, trying to meet teachers where they are at, um, provide some professional development and learning for them so that they can take project-based learning to the next step. Okay. So, Miss Mann, mm-hmm. yep. talk to me about first grade and what are y'all doing? So, first grade is a fantastic experience. Yeah. Every year we are diving into what school looks like, but we also have a lot of ground to cover. Um, and they are super energetic, as you heard in your lobby a few minutes ago. So, we cannot just sit around and do worksheets. That does not yeah. teach. That does not help them learn. So, we dive into our curriculum in a hands-on way. Right now, we're doing a project that was kind of inspired by the kids and what they were noticing about our playground. And so they started to ask questions and notice things that they didn't like. And so we developed that into a project using one of our standards. We always connect it to something we're already teaching. Um, But the standard was that they were able to identify problems and come up with creative solutions to solve them. It's one of our science standards. And so I'm sure Avery would tell you more about what we saw and what we wanted to change. Okay, Miss Avery. So we really wanted to change that we had like a a muddy spot in the middle of a playground and when it's like all muddy there we we only got like a little bit of space to use. So you had a muddy playground, is that what it was? Yeah. And you only had a little bit of space to use. Yeah. And so you wanted to change that. Yeah, a lot. (laughs) That was one of our problems. What was another problem that we noticed that was making us not be safe and our environment not be safe? Well, people were littering and and we got a trash can, but but I I still think that's not really enough. Yeah. So they were littering all over the place. Yeah. And you had a trash can. Not at the time, right, Avery? We had to get a trash can. How did we get a trash can? Who did we talk to? We talked to the uh, person who, like, cleans up the whole, like, school after school. So you talked to, you had a conversation. Were you nice in the conversation? Yeah. Okay, all right. That's good. That's always helpful. And then what did they say? They said, like, how like um if you if you litter it's not good for the plants and any of that. So how do you how do you facilitate? Because you you have more than one in your class. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, it does make it challenging. Uh, that the facilitate words a really important thing. It's because we could get this done a lot quicker. We could have heard them say, well, we don't have a trash can on the playground. Where are we supposed to throw this trash we found? Yeah. So we could have taken it over, gone to the custodian, said we want a trash can. But instead, we asked them, what do you think we should do? Who okay. do we need to talk to? And that was only one of the problems they wanted to solve. There were other things that they noticed about the playground um, that they wanted to explore more. Mm-hmm. So one of the things about our project is instead of telling them, we have them be the ones who understand and explore. So what should a playground have? What should a park have? Avery, can you tell what we did to learn more about playgrounds and parks? Well, we um, we went on lots of field trips and all of that, and they were really fun, <laughs> and we and we learned a lot from them. Yeah, and we went to different parks around the community. Yeah. Did we just go there to play and, like, have a good time? No. Well, we, no. Yeah, we did some work. We had our clipboard, right? What were yeah. we looking for? We were looking for plants, um, benches, and and signs, and crosswalks, and trash cans, and recycling bins. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we were trying to figure out what other playgrounds had that we didn't have, And we kind of went on a hunt. We went to some Decatur playgrounds. We even went to Forsyth playgrounds. And we did more more research than playing sometimes, which was not always a first-grade favorite. (laughs) I think I should try to hire Avery because she is thorough. Yes, yes, yes. That is amazing. You have no idea. That's amazing. Good job. She is the real deal. Good job. So tell me how... From from your the teacher lens, as you watch them evolve, how what does that do for you? Or what when when you see the light and they take it and run? Yeah. So one of the biggest things about first grade is 
we have a lot of content to cover math and reading. Mm-hmm. Um, they really become readers in first grade. They really become fluent with their math facts in first grade. And not everyone is good at that. Sure. Not everyone is a natural at those things. Yeah. And so you see a lot of discouragement yeah. and you see a lot of kids who maybe don't think of themselves very highly. Yep. Um, and so the great thing about PBL is that they're allowed to see themselves in successful roles yes. that aren't necessarily connected to like reading and math. Yes. They think, but they really are. They're life skills and they're things that they need to learn how to be good at and will help them. Um, so it's really great when I have kids who maybe wouldn't have done, you know, a worksheet for me about yeah. the letters, but if I ask them to help me figure out something about this park that has something to do with the letters that we were seeing, they'll be more than happy to do that because yep. to them it seems like a fun experience versus work. Um, and they start to see themselves as learners. So tell me about you. How long have you been teaching? Where are you from? I am from the Decatur area. Yeah. I actually graduated from Millican with my bachelor's in education. I did my student <sighs> teaching at Dennis. Sure. Um, I did one year away from Dennis and then I came back to yeah. Dennis. Um, and so I think I've been in the first grade classroom for seven years. I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> One day can feel like seven years. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but I absolutely love first grade. I think it's the best grade. I always joke that, you know, I get to teach first. Everyone else has to teach something else because, uh-huh. you know, we have to have <laughs> teachers. But I really think first grade is the best, don't I, Avery? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a good good amount of fun in first grade. We try to learn, too, and we work a lot on our four C's. A lot. What are the four C's of our PBL and life. Communication, collaboration, and creativity and critical thinking. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, I'm hiring Avery next week. (laughs) Listen, you are listening to Be Morris Code, and we are in the studio. I mean, we have some folks in here, but the most important is Avery Curtis. You are in the studio with Avery Curtis, who is a first grader at Dennis Lab School, and we will be right back. And we're going to meet another one of Avery's colleagues. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, Foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. If you are a business owner, you're more than likely pulled in so many different directions every day that you rarely have time to think about advertising or doing it effectively. That's where we come in. I'm Steve Larson. Here at Newhoff Media, we design custom integrated strategies based on what you need help with. When you put radio and digital advertising together, whoa, that approach is working for a whole lot of people like you. On-air and online advertising, it's like grilled cheese and tomato soup. They just go together. So let's Zoom or or talk or connect. Let's go. Visit NewhoffMedia.com. Click on Advertise. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Welcome back to The Morris Code. This is Dr. Juanita Morris, and we are um, 
along with Dr. JK. Him and Keith are getting it in, boy. I see this dude rock kind of thing going. It's not a sway, but it's not a rock, but I'm moving. <laughs> Recognize my flow. <laughs> I'm sure no one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> So welcome back. I'm super excited because we're in the studios with, um, and I think this is our, in a year, this is the first time we've had um, students in that are younger. We had Millican students in, I think, but no elementary students other than our high school kids who, young folks who run it. But today we have um, assistant principal of Dennis Lab Schools, Keith Creighton, and we also have first grade teacher, Miss Mann, and we just finished listening to first grader um, Avery Curtis, right? Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now we have swapped out Avery Curtis so we can meet none other than Mr. Michael Davis. What's up, man? Say hi. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Come close. You doing all right? Yeah. I, yeah. I saw you outside the door. Was that you? Yes. You were hype outside the door, huh? Mm-hmm. You you settled down? You settled in? We yeah. good? Yeah. So tell me, Michael, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, just about PBL. Okay. We're, we're talking about PBL. Yeah, that's what we're talking. I guess I'll stay on topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know that your teacher and your assistant principal have some things that we've got to get to, like a um, an open house. But tell me, um, what what do you want to talk about with PBL first? Well, on the starting, we went to the interview, yes. which was bounce tag. Okay. The entry event, right? Yeah. Yeah. Entry events to get everyone excited. Yeah. You see how your teacher just jumped into our conversation? You see that? Because mm-hmm. we were doing okay, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. And next we asked a question. You have to ask questions, yes. And then what happened? We We saw that some parts weren't safe. So we made, so we were, we are trying to make our Park fun and safe. Um, y- y'all are something special to me. So tell me what's coming up. Uh, who, yeah, the, so, the, which is really why we're supposed to be here <laughs> to talk about the event. <laughs> yeah, so one of the things that we wanted to do is to bring all of the projects together. We've got grade levels are doing all different kinds of projects, and we wanted to showcase those in a project-based learning showcase. So on Thursday evening from 6 to 7 at our Kaleidoscope campus, which is 520 Westwood, the old French Academy building for those in the town for a long time, uh, we've got our open house kind of style event where people can come in and we would invite anyone from the community to come and see what our kids are up to. Um, I have no doubt that they will blow your mind with the kinds of things that they're accomplishing. And in one space, you're going to get an opportunity to see how the kids are taking their learning and impacting the world around them um, and believing that that what they do makes a difference, which is pretty powerful. We've got a practice going on this Monday from 10.15 to 11.15. We're doing an open dress rehearsal. Uh, So the kids are going to be just practicing those things, but we need some audience members for that too. So anybody's welcome to come out 10.15 to 11.15 too and see the dress rehearsal. But that'll be a unique opportunity because you can give some feedback in that one and help them to um, better share and communicate what it is that they're working on. Miss Man, you were talking to Michael before we went on air. Tell me, let's 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 double back to that conversation because it was an in addition to um, what Avery was talking about. Yeah. So the part of PBL that we really drilled onto first was that project-based learning is not just this thing that magically happens. There is a plan, and while there is a plan, there you know are things that we can't control and we don't predict, but we do start at one place every time, and that's our entry event. That's to get the kids excited, to get them thinking, um, and our entry event was in Springfield at Bounce Tag, which in February was the only playground we could think to go to. It's an indoor playground, okay. lots of creative things to do. So we took a field trip there, um, and the kids really got excited about the concept of playgrounds and what playgrounds can look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that then, is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> was it fun? Did mm-hmm. you learn a lot? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. what do you mean? Mm-hmm. That means yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Michael, what was your favorite part of that field trip? Uh, just having fun and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and seeing your teachers go down slides, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty fun, too. And then, so we ask a question. The driving question is what drives the learning. So we always come back to that driving question. Are we answering this driving question by going on the field trip? Are we answering this driving question by having this person come talk to us? Michael Challenge, do you know the driving question by heart? I know. It's long. Okay. (laughs) So it says, how can we, as Dennis Lab students, improve our current playground to make it more what? Uh, safe. Safe. Functional. What does functional mean? Uh, fun. No. Functional is when it works the way it's supposed to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then interactive, which is fun, right? Yeah. Yes. And so those are the three things that our goals were as to kind of explore those three areas, which we're super excited. Um, we just got a grant from the Community Foundation Yay. to help that interactive piece. Yes. Um, so that is something the kids just found out, and we're busy working up plans for that because it's so close to Project Day. Excellent. So I think this has been amazing. Like, I really, really do. And I am... I'm glad I'm here. (laughs) You know what? I am glad you're here, too. What else you want to share? I don't know. Okay. You know what? When it comes up, just just say it, okay? Okay. All right. Um, I, I, I... I absolutely believe that our students need um, a different way to connect to content and materials and not necessarily different, but I guess an alternative way that meets the need of more of more students. You've been at this a while. I have. Rocket math. What happened? We, I, I, um, I just rocket math. Rocket math. Talk to me about it. What's the deal? So rocket math is math, but and also you your goal is to keep your goal is to keep going to the east folders and folders. Yes. So do you like rocket math? Yes. Rocket math's the funniest thing I funnest thing I ever had in my life. In his whole entire whole life. life. That is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even better than the field trip where I took you to a playground. But Clearly, cool. it's rocket math. You can stay in school. What was I thinking? I could do that every single... I could do that my whole entire life, even though I go to different grades. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully you will, because lots of teachers do rocket math, so... I think I should do some rocket math. You think mm-hmm. I should try it? Yeah. I'm totally... I, I'm, I'm down. I'm trying to rocket math. What level do you math. think, Michael, we should start her on? Uh... <laughs> Not level one. Level Z, the last one. Yes. Oh. Yes. See, I knew we would get along. Um, you've been at it a while. Yeah. So tell me, just in your expertise, whether it's changes or whether it's it's um, methods or what, what could and we... And you should start Rocket Math, too. I should do Rocket Math, too. I think I'd like that. And you what, would start what, what level? on... A. A. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> From the lab, I don't think A is good. Why, 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 why do I get A? I know it's supposed to be on your side, B? but <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. I thought we were cool. I was I just we kidding. Cool. You are on Z. Okay. Uh-uh, no. I'm on Z. It's only one Z. <laughs> no, both Z. Both Z? That's not All fair. Right. All right, Michael, when Mr. Crate answers this question, why do you... I say you're on minus, you're on level Z. Okay. All why right. do I get to be minus? Uh, because it, minus is the yellow folder, and, and put together is the red folder, which is mm-hmm. Z. Yeah, Avery is not even on Z minus yet, so it's a big deal, Dr. Morris. Okay, all yeah, right. It's a big thing. Uh, okay. Hey, okay. Michael, why don't you think about what color they're going to color their folder while Mr. Creighton answers this <laughs> question? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what I would color them what? Okay, think about that real quiet. I don't know if that was a mom moment. <laughs> this is my day job. <laughs> Keeping people on task. Yes, oh, yes, yes, ma'am. We're back on task, Miss Man. Uh, yes, we are. You um, should start some rock 
talking about too. I'll do it. You got it. Uh, Last one. Michael, I'm keeping oh. you here with me. You're my hype man from here on out. <laughs> you are on level O. All right. Then that means I got growth potential, mm-hmm. don't I? Yeah. I can grow to be Z. I'm ready for it. And you will start rocking that too. Okay. And you'll be on <laughs> this is yellow like, folder level Z. Awesome. This Can't is wait. the best. <laughs> like a year later. Every day, eight to three. He's on. I'm cool. Miss Man's ahead of you. She's ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I just am not sure how I feel about the competition thing. Well, Michael, tell her what the good news is. The good that everybody has their own goal, right? Yeah. Who are you trying to beat? Yourself. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yourself. That was close. Yeah. I was guessing. (laughs) And and also, you have, I will give the minute and that is going to be one minute. How do you, how, how do you get to control all the levels, Michael? What <laughs> I think it's all up to Michael. This is Michael's show now. This is his show. Michael. Now, I will let Avery do all the levels. Okay, all right. We I honestly think if you just put Michael and Avery in this room, you might get some real good ratings. <laughs> <laughs> we might get to level minus Z with a yellow folder. You might be tonight. Well, listen, Michael wrapped it up for us. Okay, you all have listened to the Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM. And the best thing is, is that we had lively first graders in, in the studio. We will see y'all next week. <laughs>